Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, I, I guess I kind of foreshadowed this on the last show. Um, Doc Rivers out at Philly. Did, did they make the right decision? Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> You was right, Rodney. (laughs) You know, know, I'm not a super big fan of Doc Rivers. I just don't know where you go go for as coach, right? Right. And in Doc Rivers' defense, your two best players don't show up. And the biggest game in their career, and I've said this before and I continue to say this, James Harden is the Kyler Murray in the NBA. He will get any coach fired. Mm, that's messed up, man. I mean, if I'm James Harden right now, this was his best chance to win. I still think that there's other players that let them down, but where do you go from here? Yeah, so if I'm who who takes this job? Because uh, Philly, for better or worse, Seem to have picked James Harden over Doc Rivers, which which means, I mean, James Harden is Daryl Murray's boy. So I don't know if I'm a coach. If I even give, if you had to rank the jobs, I don't I don't know where Philly ranks behind Toronto. Oh. Uh, I think Milwaukee Phoenix is one two as far as best jobs, even though I'm not convinced Phoenix can actually build a roster. See now, that's the thing with Philly. Philly will be a good job too because you got him be. Um, I heard James Harden might be moving on to to Houston again with the Rockets. I heard they're trying to offer him a huge contract, but if he decides to stay in Philly. You still got Tyrese Maxey, and I think Tobias Harris is coming off. So that's a good move. Yeah, for, and it, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I Make just that move. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Monty Williams is if looking at the retreads. I think based on how Boston has played um, this Miami series, and based on Game Three, that job may be open. And if that job becomes open, I think that is the best job of, uh, of any job that's out there. If I'm if I'm Boston, if I, you gotta, I think you do gotta make a coaching change. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely making a coaching change in Boston. I, I like I like the young man. Is that Missoula? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. So. He's not a bad coach, but he's learning, and they don't need that right now. They need somebody that they need a coach that that's mm-hmm. a veteran coach that knows what's going on, know when to call timeouts. And he just let the game fall apart. Those you know this almost, almost reminds me of what the o two o three Pistons with Rick Carlisle. They exactly. were good. Had pizzas, um, but they they needed to the closer, and and that was Larry Brown. If I'm Boston, I feel like you got to call Monty Williams. Now, a name that hasn't been brought up that I think should be brought up more in this coaching cycle, and I I don't know what's what's going on with him because you I feel like every year his name should be at the top of coaching candidates. But how does Mark Jackson never had another coaching job after Golden State? I know the whole religious aspect, but what he was able to do 
in Golden State. I, I think he deserves a second chance. No, I I believe that I believe that it's probably up to him. I think he really is really picky and choosy about I think the Golden State job may have broken him. I think he's just he would never look at coaching the same again because they broke him like that. And I think that really hurt him. And I think he's comfortable right now just being an announcer. Yeah, it probably pays more than than right. coaching and this and this less stress. So we we talked about this right before we came on air. LeBron finally has shown up in these Western Conference Final Hell. The Lakers have finally shown up. It, although it looks like it's going to be Denver, Miami, and it's funny because people looked at me crazy when I when I said Denver at the beginning of the season. Everybody knows I'm always high on Eric Spoelstra as a coach. If we're looking at if we have a Denver Miami finals, I'm worried about ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people will will watch. Yeah, it's not a it's not attractive. I tell you that much. It's really not attractive, Rodney. <laughs> and I don't think neither one of their the, their games is attractive, right? Right, I mean, it's not. Lakers give you star for, I mean, Miami, it is South Beach, but they play a very boring brand of basketball. From an X's and O standpoint, there's nobody better than Eric Foster, so I'll watch it just because of that. I mean, if you're just basing this, what probably will be the NBA Finals just on coaching matchup, Miami should win all day. But I, I still... Denver Dev has been a problem. You, you ain't lying. And there's so much talent at every position. The only thing that bothered I, I kind of seen this coming like against the Lakers. I know the Lakers had a nice team too and they were loaded. But when you look at Denver's roster like up and down, they got like a lot of talent, man. There was no way possible that the Lakers can match up with them when they got a lot of young guys that is trying to learn their roles. So, so let me ask you this. Jamal Murray, has mm-hmm. he solidified himself as a top 15 player? Oh, he was a top 15 player a few years ago, uh, before the bubble and during the bubble. I thought he that's when he, he locked himself down um, as one of the the fifteen top 15 players in the league at that particular time. Okay. Jimmy... Jimmy Butler, or Jimmy Buckets at this point, or uh, Jimmy Closer. Um, Jimmy, <laughs> top 15 player? Oh, all day. All day. He was top 15. I think people get uh, get most players confused, and they want to throw certain players in there as top 15. I think Jimmy is definitely – he's been a top 15 player for a while. Um, I think we need to do a list, Rodney, of, of who is our top 15 players because – a lot of people are really confused. I, I personally, um, out of these finals, I have LeBron, I have Murray, I have Joker, I have Butler, Tatum. See, I don't have Brown in there. I don't have AD in there because Brown, AD Brown's is, more yeah. of Brown to me is in that twenty twenty five range, maybe even thirty. I was gonna say thirty. I'll, I'll put thirty. I mean, he mm-hmm. plays a good Batman to the Robin, but no, yeah. no disrespect to. Um, to Jalen Brown, I wish he would have went to Michigan over California back when he was making his college decision. But hey, AD, I I feel like pre pre playoffs he has fallen out of that top fifteen discussion. I feel like the playoff might have put him right at fifteen, maybe twenty. He he's somewhere in there. I guess for me it would be to see the consistency. Um, Jalen Bronson, you, you you make an argument that he moved up, not top fifteen, but he he's clearly the the ringleader, the the star power. In New York Julius Randle is not in in bead. I know he won the MVP, but he went so pedestrian. Uh, 
especially in game seven, I, I don't, I don't know. And he's never well, really mean, got... Yeah, he's like the second best center in the league. I mean, he won MVP, yes. He's the second best in the league. He's definitely top 15. It's just, you got to think about other players, too, that didn't make it. Like, let, And I know we overlooking uh, Kevin Durant and Booker, who are definitely top 15. And then you got Damian Lillard. You got Curry. You know, it, it's a lot of people that's top 15. Uh, well, it's a lot of shooting guards and a lot of people out west that are top 15. Out of Kumpo. But other than that, besides uh, besides Embiid, out of um Butler, and Tatum, and Tatum, that's it for for me, as far as top fifteen in the league. Nobody else in the East is top fifteen, in my opinion. Besides those four, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to go. Trey Young, no. Nope, Trey Young, no. Uh, DeRozan, just outside of it, I'll say top twenty. Um. Uh, Zach. Uh, yeah, Zach is uh for the Bulls. Also, I think he's top, probably twenty five, thirty. Um, you go to Toronto. Um, those guys are the same. Um, Siakam is probably top thirty. I mean, it's really and then Brown, like all the rest. So the East, like they all fall into that same category. Nobody in Orlando and Detroit is like even close. Yeah, um, I mean. You got me over here scratching my head, like um, Lermelo. Um, I would now I would go to Cleveland. There's a couple of guys in Cleveland that I really like. Garland, yeah, I like Garland. Mitchell. I like Mitchell, but Mitchell, like I was thinking, Mitchell probably top twenty, top twenty five in that range. Like Mitchell, he he a beast. Don't get me wrong. Just like Murray, Murray a beast. I <laughs> give me Murray over Spider. He another player that that I think was hurt by, and it wasn't necessarily him, but just hurt overall with with his team playoff performance. Uh, a, a first round exit, just I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with me when you're a top fifteen player. Right? No, I see now. That's what I was gonna say. So we we got Ja. If we did a list right now. Um, John Moran is not on my list. Oh, wow. John's definitely top 15, Rodney. Now, I know he did some foolish things, and I know we wanted to ban him and bench him. Well, but he well, is top 15 uh, when he so didn't tote the gun. So that's my thing. One the, the I guess the main reason why he wouldn't be on my list right now is because we don't know what's going to happen, his availability. Like, his eye on his top 15 talent-wise, but... He's always injured, so his availability keeps him off the list. If Josh suspended for half the season or season long, who knows what's, what the hell is going to happen. I don't know if you can put him, like, talent-wise, yes, top 15. But, our, you know, Stephen A., and I remember her and Evers on ESPN used to talk about availability. Are you available? Like, now I think that's, like, AD's talent-wise is top 15, maybe top 10 in the league, but... He ain't been healthy the last few seasons, so. You know, I was just thinking about that's really funny, Rodney. So we talking about these guys that that's top fifteen or twenty went healthy and available. It's guys that played a whole season, and I, I'm like, these guys are trash and they're available. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's why I said like looking at Spider Mitchell, he's a player that probably got hurt. By his team not be going deep into the playoff, whereas Jimmy Butler helped his case because he turned into Michael Jordan of South Beach all of a sudden in the playoffs. Well, he always had that dog in him too. Like people act like the the bubble wasn't real, and before then, actually, people forget that last season they were the top in the East. I I don't understand how they didn't see that last season. And they had a lot, they had a plague season this with plenty of injuries. He was injured himself. Bam was injured for a while. Uh, they had so they, Duncan Robinson wasn't even playing. They took yeah, him out Duncan, of the lineup. Duncan Robinson looked like a ninety million dollar mistake for the last year and a half, basically. And all of a sudden, he's he's turned into. 
Well, that's the thing. It was so much talent ahead of him. Now I love Tyler Hero, and yeah, that's and they boy. also had a yeah Tyler Hero, my guy. But it was hard to play him and Hero at the same time. Like people get on Duncan Robinson for his defense. Hero doesn't have any defense either. So if you put Hero and you put uh, Duncan Robinson in there, you got two guys that's not they're great shooters, and I will they're a pain in the butt if you if you got them both in the game they're actually on fire together. But if you got both of those guys not on fire, not really hitting shots, no defense is being played from both of those guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. So they had to move one of them, and Hero has a higher percentage than Duncan Robinson of shooting threes. So that's why they went with Hero. But Duncan Robinson, man, he can shoot the lights out. He actually can play. He's an offensive threat. He's going to be really good for a team that picks him up. If you Detroit, do you make that call? I mean, if I'm Detroit, I want to surround some shooters around these guys. You already got uh, Bodanovich. So, I don't know. I think I'll probably lay off of that right now. Um, if I'm Detroit, man, I'm trying to see a lineup where I can start Wiseman and uh, Enduring. Or I'm trying to go after Porzingis because I think Porzingis is nice. I'm trying to move uh, Wiseman. That's just me. Uh, But we'll see. Speaking of Detroit, let's talk NBA draft lottery. (laughs) The joke. Oh, you sound like one of them bitter Detroit fans. We we know where (laughs) we're from. Um, (laughs) Worst record league, picking five. It has to hurt because. I don't see, and hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't see, this this isn't a deep draft, first of all. And there is talent falls off tremendously after the top three players in the draft. And hell, really just top two, because you don't know what's going to happen with Brandon Miller at all at this point. See, now, I like, I like, it's a few guys that I like. It's some guys in the Ignite that I like. Uh, in a G League, yeah, it's, it's some guys, but it to me even Victor Wimbiano has this question, um, especially after seeing what happened with Chad last year with Oklahoma City. So seven three, seven five, whatever, looks like the thin men. So <laughs> we we I mean we don't know. Um, Scotty Barnes, projection number two. I think he's maybe more of a sure thing than actually Victor is, if you want to be honest. It'll be interesting to see um, how much weight, muscle um, Victor puts on. But I, I think he's a a, a two-year project at least. I, I think first year to expect him to come in and dominate, I, I think that's a bit much. Like I said, Brandon Miller, you don't even know if he's going with his whole legal situation, and I don't know what the hell is going on in Alabama with their star players, um, football and basketball. And, hell, I think the baseball coach resigned in Alabama for a a betting scandal, so don't know what's going on in Tuscaloosa. So I feel like after you get off the, the top three fix and really the top two, I don't think there's another player. This isn't the big dog, Lynn Robinson, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill tra- draft, or the 03, LeBron, Melo, Boss, Wade type draft. I mean, you got some guys that's a, a work in progress. I really the like the young guy. They need a work in progress. They need an instant impact player, and I just don't, I don't see it happening. No, I, now, now see, that's why I agree with you on that too, Rodney. So if I'm the Pistons, I'm trying to trade this pick. And but, and now it's, now it's time to spend a couple of dollars if I'm the Pistons too because you're not really spending any money on any players. You you got a lot of money under that salary cap. So let's go after some people. And, and I know a lot of people are – they may be up in arms and they, they may look at me like I'm crazy after I say this, Rodney. You might even uh, – Wave your flag over there. Like, what the hell are you talking about, Thomas? I surrendered to that stupid-ass comment. <laughs> but what about, what about? let's bring in James Harden. Let's go up to Kyrie Irving, some of those guys 
that's looking for the money. Uh, Kyrie Irving already won a ring. Let's throw some money at him. Let's throw some money at some of these other guys. I just want to see the playoffs. You if got you want me to be honest, over. I just really want to. I want to see the playoffs, Rodney. That's all I want to do. You got you never me over know. here having Charlie Villanueva, Ben Gordon flashbacks. <laughs> but but those guys are awesome. Like those guys are awesome. And they can score. Look at what just happened right now with Miami. Miami has a lot of role players that nobody's never heard of. The only people you really heard of are Bam and uh, and uh, Jimmy, and but but they but Miami got something that that neither one of them players are. Jimmy Butler's a dog. James Harden disappeared in the biggest games of his career. Kyrie, I don't know what the hell is going on with him, but I I feel like if you go after Kyrie, you got to bring in a whole um, team to to make sure he's mentally okay. Um, I'm not trying to make light up mental health, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's some guys out there that's gonna be. You got Bridges that's gonna. I know he's coming off the domestic violence thing, and you um, don't know how long he's gonna be suspended. Oh, I think they said it was gonna be thirty games or something of that nature. So he already served. Uh, they said he already served it from uh, this year, twenty of the games because it was gonna be like fifty or something or. It was something like crazy, but they already gave him like some money games. But yeah, bring in some of these other guys and spend some of that money that we got, Pistons. I just want to see the playoffs, bring something to the table so the city can be electrified. You got a lot of young pieces that just need somebody to push them over. I really like Cunningham. I like Ivy. You, I, I like uh, Duran. If we have somebody that can just take over games and just give us at least 20, 30 points solid, 25, 30, between 25, 30 points solid, a James Harden or a Kyrie Irving that can score, I think we'll be just fine. We got some young dogs too, man. Um, What about a Jalen Brown? Let's bring Jalen Brown in here. He, um, if, if I'm Boston, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, do you, after he shit the bed, this, <laughs> these past two playoff series have been really nice for him. Like he really yeah, was bad but, against but, uh, Philly, but I think he's proved that you you can have a one-two punch with him and Tatum. It's just um, surrounding him with role pieces. Um, I think that's what I mean. You make, you, you make a compelling argument. I think the most exciting news for me regarding it, your Detroit Pistons was the whole idea that they did not hire a coach within within the last week and a half. I hope that means they're they're bringing in um, some more candidates for for coaching um, because they're they're three finalists or three supposed finalists. I wasn't excited about neither none of them. Well, you gotta think about it, Rodney. It's a lot to choose from out there, man. Like you just said, you you had your uh, one of your favorite coaches in in Milwaukee uh, get fired, and then. <laughs> Oh, if, if the Pistons hire Mike Budenholzer, mm, I I will pledge my fan into a new team. Then you got Mr. Nurse. He's a champion. Both of those guys won NBA championships. Him and Nurse. Nick, Nick Nurse, I can tolerate a little bit more, but Mike Budenholzer, no. And then, you know, it's just so many great coaches out there, Rodney. So I understand the Pistons taking their time to find the right coach that fits the team and fits the mold. And I believe that the Pistons need to spend some money. You got the whole city going crazy right now over the Lions. Lions are spending money. Lions are, they got a team atmosphere. They got young guys. We got young guys bringing some veterans. You got the Tigers. The Tigers are playing their butts off. The Red Wings are coming along. They're picking up veterans in the offseason. You know, everybody's putting themselves in a the, in the place where they can thrive. The Pistons need to make this push right now. Uh, if you want an all-star game, um, we already got the NFL draft coming. We haven't had anything all-star, and we got that new stadium down there. I mean, come on. We got to do something. If you want all that stuff to come here, they don't dance all around us. Toronto had it. Milwaukee had it. Chicago had it. Cleveland had it. Indiana had it. They're dancing around Detroit. So we got to do something to get these people here. So let's, let's – come on. Come on, Pistons. Let's spend some of that money bring in some big talent. What you say, Rodney? Mm, let's check back when they hire a coach. 
I would, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, I felt like we, we dropped the ball when Dwayne Casey really wanted to spend all that money and ping, bring in DeRozan. And then DeRozan wound up uh, going to the uh, the Bulls. And I thought we really dropped the ball on that one. We should have brought DeRozan in. He's been balling his butt off, and we would have. Yeah, know. we. I mean, we, we watched the playoffs and Pistons and dropped the ball in a lot of ways. Yeah, I feel like, man, if we could just – it feel like, especially this season too, if you could just make it to the playoffs. I never felt like this in a while, like watching the NBA playoffs. I, I don't know who the hell is going to win. You don't know who's going to win. You don't know what's going to happen. Like I told you at the beginning of the season who was going to win. Yeah, that was a hell of a call, man. I, I'm really still surprised about that. And the Lakers team that I said that was going to go to the uh, to the Western Conference Finals, this not even the same Lakers team. I half of these people I didn't even think they were playing for. <laughs> Do you go get Russ? If I'm the Pistons, would you go get Russ? I like Russ better than I like Kyrie or James. Yeah, fuck it. Let's bring in Russ. We got Ivy at the uh, at shooting guard. Let's let's move Cunningham to small forward. At least, I, at least with Russ, I know I'm going to get a player that's going to go out there and leave it all on the court every game. I mean, I would put together a hell of a lineup, man. I Playing with that uh, that money, man. And then after this, uh, you got a couple guys that's going to be free agents on Denver, too. Um, do you go get a Gordon? or You know, you got guys that's going to make a lot of money after this because they done made it to the playoffs. I think Bam is coming up in a, a contract situation. Either he might not leave Miami, him or uh, if I'm Bam, Miami is the best situation for him. I don't know how many teams his skill his skill set translates to, and yeah. it's South Beach. Yeah, like you know, I, I definitely choose South Beach too over over Detroit. Not gonna even lie. Yeah, you're right about that. Okay, so um, real quick, WNBA tip off. Did you did oh, you watch yeah. it? Did you watch any of the games? Did you, you see know the, I did. the Las Vegas Aces just destroy the Seattle Storm? Now I know it was a storm, and the storm is really bad this season. But can we just give them the championship already? It's over with. <laughs> That's not even fair. Um, so I did some um, digging, and for those that might be just tuning in for the first time or um, didn't tune in to last summer, I'm a WNBA uh, specialist. I, I love watching um, WNBA basketball. But I looked at something, it ranked, and I forgot, it might have been the Bleacher Report of Yahoo, ranked the top 10 players in the WNBA. And you have two of the top ten players in New York, but you have three of the top ten players uh, playing for the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah, and that's it's just it's just not fair. If they're going to be scoring a hundred and something points, damn near every night, you got people that you got four players on that team that can go off for thirty points at a drop of a hat without even trying. Yeah, so you you got Asia Wilson, Candace Parker, um, guy. What's the uh, guy that just? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then you got um, what is her name? Uh, Jackie Young. Um, yeah, Chelsea Gray. Some, yeah, you got some ballers. Yeah, you got Chelsea Gray. You got ballers on there, man. Like what? What can you do going against that team? That team is loaded, and it just makes no sense. Well, you know, um, if you tuned into the podcast, Las Vegas Aces is my team. Well, Asia Wilson, that's my girl. So, I used to be an Aces fan, but um, well, of course, you know, I was a Cambridge fan. Well, he's and then when they Aces. got rid of her, when they got rid of her, I was upset. But I. I you know, I always thought Cambridge had so much potential, and now, like, she's not even in the league anymore. And it, and it well, just really. Well, speaking of which, I, I think it's, like, terrible. And I don't know. 
I guess expansion, the only way you fix this problem, I guess this is a good problem to have. But you got to expand the league so you can have some more. I, th I think it was like only 15 of the WNBA draft picks from this season is actually on the WNBA roster. So you gotta you you gotta expand the league. I uh, I mean I know they're looking at two teams, but I say you gotta have at least five teams. Um, and then I would add some more. Not only increase the revenue, so you can increase pay, and because it'll increase the TV deal, but it'll it, it'll spread some talents around the league too. Exactly. And it, and that's exactly what the league is missing, too. It feel like you're just missing some of these major markets and major cities that especially coming along, too. I think Detroit is so ready, so, so ready to have another WNBA team, man. Like, we came a long way. Our fan base is, is like no other. Um, we're thriving. We got the Michigan Panthers here during the summertime, and they're thriving right now. Like, the crowds have been pretty good. The turnouts have been well. So I think we're definitely ready for a WNBA team. If we can get a WNBA team here, I think we'll be title contenders again like we were with the Shock, winning tit numerous titles. Yeah, I think the Shock won three three titles. Yep, three titles. So if you haven't tuned in, say all that to say, tune in. There are some really great young ladies that play in WNBA. NBA, I I've enjoy. Uh, I I actually think in some ways it's a better brand of basketball than the NBA. They're actually running plays. It's not a whole bunch of ISO ball. So, and then you you have one of the um, best coaches, uh, even though she's suspended for two games. And Becky Hammond, so it'll it'll be be interesting just to see if Las Vegas is able to to ride. God, I haven't seen a team in this town just since the two thousand two Detroit Red Wings that had like eight Hall of Famers. <laughs> on them, That's how stacked up they are. That's crazy because they are loaded, man. When I looked at them. I was watching that, and then I watched the uh, I watched the Sparks too. Those they did the uh, they did the Sparks against the Mercury, um, which was a good game. And it, was, it was a good oh. to see um, Don Staley in the in the in the stands. Um, good to see Brittany Griner back. Right, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It was the Brittany it was the Brittany Griner welcome back game, and I love the way how ESPN handled that and. You know, I that it was a good game. They got their asses stumped, but it was a good game. Though <laughs> it was a good game to watch. Um, I know Brittany hadn't been out there and she was away for a yeah, while, but and the, she balled out because they have um, Brittany's just coming back from basically a year long absence due due to the whole Russia issue, but then probably their second best player because Diana Taurasi isn't she she's been in the league almost as long as LeBron James been in the NBA but Skylar Diggins Smith just had another kid so she's on a maternity league um so once again they're they're playing shorthanded it'll be interesting to see if she comes back and if their big three can can make some noise and maybe disturb the the run of a the Aces or or the Liberty Connecticut Sun. They're always a tough out. No, we probably boring you with WNBA, but I just just wanted to see uh, where you guys are at. Are you watching? I know. The the viewership was up a great deal last season, so I just hope they they continue to build on the momentum. So, yeah, it, just continue to watch, show show the ladies some love. Um, not a lot of sports in the summer, just just baseball, and it looks like Tampa is gonna run away with the, with it at this point. Uh, in, in Major League Baseball, just 
wonder how many people still are actually watching baseball like that at this point. But we'll see. Yeah, man, baseball has been pretty crazy lately, man. And like I said, the Tigers, man, every time they get close to 500, they wind up losing a couple games. I'm not sure if they won tonight. But man. Um, last time I looked at they were it was five five. Yeah, that's the last time I seen it too. It was five five against the Royals. And the and fact that I'll I'll give the Tigers credit because it's not too much talent on that team at all. So the fact that they're able to keep these games close and, and win some, it's impressive because whoo, this team is devoid of talent. Right. If I feel like Charles Barkley, like who, who he played for. <laughs> I don't know uh, half of these people. <laughs> I'd be like, see, oh, wow, okay. I didn't see this. Brady Reese's agreement to buy stake in Raiders. Oh, yeah, I, I read about that. And right now, if you are looking at the Lakers game, just, just yeah, turn your head. They, they forgot to show up in the second half, basically. Yeah, just turn your head, man. It's a wrap. Okay, so speaking of NFL, we got a couple of news over the past couple of days. One Super Bowl 60 will be held in Santa Clara at the home of the San Francisco 49ers. And then we got news today that the 2025 draft, so the draft directly after the, the Lions host, we're standing in the NFC North with Green Bay hosting. Oh, wow. It's going to be cold. Did they not forget? What? <laughs> so, yeah, because they, and then I was like, so one of the biggest knocks on Detroit has always been, well, they need more hotels. I'm like, well, Green Bay, is, I haven't personally been to, to Green Bay. Hope to go one day. But... Every time I look at the stadium, the stadium like surrounded by a neighborhood, so that'll just be interesting within itself. Um, I think this will be the first NFL draft where it was hosted around the stadium. So I'm not yeah, excited. I'm, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> what the heck? I mean, but we could go to Green Bay just for that, though. That'll yeah, awesome. I, I mean, tight. They do have Title Town, Lambo, something to see. I'm surprised that they stayed in the NFC North for two straight years. So that that I'm disappointed that Super Bowl sixty is in San Francisco. It seems like sixty would be like he would want to go somewhere marquee. Vegas again, hell Miami. It it just Santa Clara is just underwhelming. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about that too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like music this year. I kind of was just like, oh, okay, I guess. Has anybody noticed that we haven't talked about music in this episode? Because there's clearly nothing else that's out there. It just it's a couple underground artists probably, but it's really nothing else to really talk about major music wise. It's, it's really. I bad. mean, we I mean we still tripping about genuine falling off the stage at this point. That was weeks ago. <laughs> it's just it's been nothing but just literally sports, man, and that's about it. We didn't even get on boxing yet. Um, if people feel like they watched that fight and they got robbed, it's okay. I, I feel like everybody might feel that way. Yeah, like, I think everybody that watched that fight, we, we, and I we like could, Devin. We could do a whole podcast on the death of boxing, but yeah, see, now it's some it's some people out there that's not everybody is forced to fight each other. But I just think that the Devin kid, I think he's so overrated, man. He's just so overrated. Like, he – and then he, he's going to get beat by Tank or one of these other guys and or, or Shakur. It's just – somebody's going to beat him. It, oh, they're going to beat the shit out of him. Beating him. 
Yeah, that, that he's gonna get beat, man. Devin's really overrated, and I, I hate he's gonna find out the hard way. I thought that he should have tried to stay in this uh, this series with uh, Machenko. He should have stayed in the, the series with him and fought him one more time. This fight should have been a draw. They gave him the over, and his dad said he's not gonna do a rematch. So it's it's over. Yeah, uh, boxing can learn some things from from the MMA. So yeah, music wise, this 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 has been. And I can't even think of a year that compares, but this has been really blah in in all sectors. Hip-hop, R&B, hell, pop, kind of. Yeah, just yeah. all bad. Taylor Swift, pretty <laughs> much in on, on, a, on a pop level. At this I guess point, we're gonna, we're gonna have to start doing concert review. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, unless you, the hype of this year was Smokey Robinson, okay? That's the sad part about it, man. It was Smokey freaking Robinson. Smokey Robinson in his book. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that per se. The music, okay, but the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been really bad. So I'm looking for somebody to come save us, man. Like, we we was looking for Dirk album. It didn't come out yet. I'm hoping for another J. Cole. Now, I want to say this hasn't been what the third time the Dirk album has been delayed. Yeah, this is this has been the third time. And I, I don't I don't I'm not a fan, but I don't need another NBA Youngboy album again. Like how many albums he gonna come out with? Well, yeah, I was talking to somebody. It was like, well, his goal was to do nine albums last year, so maybe he's just continuing. And I'm like. At some point, you you get in the whole argument about quality over quantity. Like you have quantity, but the quality at some point has to be non-existent. I'm hoping we get a little <laughs> Wayne album because he's been killing the, the songs he's been featured on. I was really looking forward to the Dirk album because he killed his feature on the Swiss Beats album. That Swiss Beats EP might be the best thing that's come out so far this year. Yeah, you're right, bro. You're right. It might be. Because right now it's just, it's been let down city after let down, man. I just, I'm kind of done, man. I'm listening to like old school hip hop and, and, and other stuff too, man. And, just I can't believe what a letdown this this year has been so far. It's freaking it's May. Jeez, guys, like really? It's freaking May. And there's nothing that really keeps you occupied. <laughs> Look, I've, it's been so much of a letdown. I've been listening to Vivian Green first album and Janet Jackson number ones. I'm yeah. turning I'm turning <laughs> R and B Rodney over here. <laughs> That's how you know. Oh, update update news. The Lakers have tied it up and it's 94 all guys, so Yeah. Still turning the R and B Rodney over there. Yeah, it's it's I'm like you said, it's really we're heading for the the middle of May. We haven't really other than like you said, the Dirk album Nobody usually going into the summer. You have some okay. We got this summer project coming out. We got this summer project coming out. Oh, this is about to be a but nobody. I I don't I don't know. We haven't even got a surprise album somewhere. It's just man, that, I'm I'm trying to figure out like who's supposed I, to drop something. I, I guess it's a lot of tours though. Like I said, yeah, that's what I said. I said we'll just have to. I I thought your boy Fifty was gonna drop an album to coincide with his twenty year t tour or whatever he's doing, but I don't. I I don't know. Yeah, I think this one he's just doing uh nothing but uh, but hits off of his uh his albums, and then um, he got Buster Rhymes on a tour with him, and also Jeremiah. So. I don't know if I should flash the bat sitting on or what, but 
That's what I was like. I don't know how the hell that tour is going to be because you got Jeremiah. They just threw me off. You got Buster Rounds and 50. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, that's going to be hype. And then they're like, Jeremiah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's, uh, put a little R&B in there. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of like uh, your boy Juvenile on the comedy tour. <laughs> yeah, I heard <laughs> Oh, man. They were like that's starting... Funny. They starring nephew Tommy and D Ray and with a special performance by Juvenile. Wait, what? Yeah, like that don't make no goddamn sense. No, <laughs> was that that Love and Something tour? I it was think, like some... uh, I think that's what it's called. I know it's supposed to be here soon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell is this? It was like it was comedians, and then you had a couple of hip hop artists. I think that's the one that um. I think Tory Lanez was on the first leg of that tour like a while ago, and then they kicked him off. It was him and um, what the hell is that that one guy that slept with uh, Will Smith, uh, or Jada Jada Pinkett Smith? Oh, the Entanglement, Algus Alcina. <laughs> yeah, and remember they said that uh, what's the name punched him and uh, Tory Lanez punched Algus Alcina in the face, and he got kicked off that tour. They were both on that tour. That was the first one. Cause this is the second, this is the second or third one they had this love and comedy tour, and they was doing a love and comedy tour. <laughs> we say if all, <laughs> we say all that to say if music don't improve and the NBA playoffs is about to be uh, finito, we might have to do NFL and what the hell are we streaming. Speaking of which, um, did you see our show is about to come back on? Oh, okay, yeah. Ooh, ooh. You know, you know what show I'm talking about? The Bear? Yeah, the Bear coming back on. But no, have you been watching From? Um, no. Oh my god, you gotta watch From. It's just get have you even watched the first season? I thought you watched the first season. Um, shoot, I've been watching so many streaming things. Well, it's I think they're showing it for you gotta watch From. You gotta freaking watch From. It's it's nuts. You got to watch that show. I'm still don't know what the hell is going on. It's in season two now. It's season two, like episode five, and I don't know. Still don't know what the hell is going on. Even, <laughs> and I'm in season two in the middle, and still don't know what the hell is going on. You got to watch it, bro. It's really good. Yeah, I'll check. Yeah, only like we get no new music, so I have to check it out. Um, it's funny because ESPN just fly after Carmelo retirement announcement. I'm like, I thought he re- been retired. Like he been showing up to NBA game like he was a fan. So, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what's crazy? I don't, so, R.I.P. to Jim Brown. We lost Jim Brown. We lost a legend. Yeah. I've seen more people like crying and going crazy over Carmelo retiring today than Jim Brown posting Jim Brown. I was like, geez, man, like that's that's nuts. And I love Melo, but Yeah, I I guess I was the only person that was like, huh, retired. I thought he did that last year. <laughs> I didn't know we needed an announcement. Like I just assumed you, you sit in the courtside, you ain't played, and you retired. Like I didn't know we needed an announcement. <laughs> that that falls under my Captain Obvious book. I guess the way people probably looking at it, they're looking at it like, hey, if Carmelo's retiring right now, like LeBron is, he's right behind him, and Chris Paul should be right there too. Chris Paul, he should have been right there last. Chris Paul is so close to retirement, he need to be filling out AARP paperwork. <laughs> oh man. Now what so is LeBron the only one from that class that's still like playing? Is he the only one? Yeah, because I think Hadonis Highland was in that class too and he retired, so or will be oh, retired. No. Oh no, Udonis is still in there because he, he plays like every now and then. So okay, yeah. it's just Udonis and, Le- and LeBron. Okay. Well LeBron will be the last one now. He, yeah. He's playing two or three more years, so he's waiting on his son. Yeah, um, that that million dollar plan. <laughs> I know, man. Like, so 
Just think about it in a couple years. I seen the Spurs. The Spurs talking about we can't wait for LeBron to come play for us. I'm like LeBron gonna be old as hell, and they still will take LeBron because they they want yeah, Bron. It'll be like Jordan with the Washington Wizards. <laughs> oh man! So they'll have LeBron, uh, Victor Wembanyama, and uh, Bronny. And they had I, I seen the post, and they had like Pop in a wheelchair. And it, it was yeah, crazy. <laughs> Pop is up to her age. He, he's like, uh, I don't know. Is he gonna try to coast till he's eighty? Yeah, I thought he was gonna actually give it up like a couple years ago, and then he, they resigned him, and I was like, oh, okay, he wants to continue coaching. I thought he's gonna give it up. That's why I thought that they were gonna give it to Becky Hammond. I thought she was gonna definitely be the coach. And when he decided to stay longer, I think she was like, well, I'm out of here. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting five years from now to see if Victor is everything everybody suspects him to be. It'll be real interesting to see Poe LeBron who takes his mantle. And and I guess that makes the, the whole job Moran situation even more baffling because everything was set for him to be the the new face in the NBA. Yeah, you ain't lying. That's what that's what's really shocking to me. He just threw all of it away for what? For nothing. Just my mind is blown when it comes to that guy. And hopefully, you know, hopefully he gets himself together, man, and really turns things around. Because they hit him right in his pocket. I think, didn't Nike just drop him from his deal or something yeah, like Nike that? Yeah, Nike dropped him. Powerade dropped him. And that Powerade endorsement was huge because they kind of did business with an athlete in five years, basically. Yeah, and then he does this mess, so. Wow. And Nike got to be like, damn, we dropped Kyrie. We picked up. Jai, and then this happens. I know, and that's what I was thinking to myself. I'm like, damn, so that could be the only Jai sneaker with Nike. And knowing Adidas, Adidas does backdoor deals, so Adidas going to pick him up, and now all Jai's shoes are going to be terrible now. Yeah, Adidas makes some of the worst signature shoes ever. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, oh, I feel the bad Steph, for Damian Lillard. Steph, under, <laughs> Steph Curry's Under Armour shoes are better. Yeah, they, they even though all his shoes look the same. Yeah, I'm like all Steph Curry shoes look the same, but it's okay. Oh man, yeah, man. I hopefully, hopefully, man, we we get Victor Wembanyama. Maybe he he will be big. He be as big as his toe is, like in this league, man. So totally like a damn. Grapefruit. It looks better than James Harden foot. Oh, man. I saw that. I was like, damn. And then I see those old photos of Michael Jordan toes. I'm like, bro, is this what you got to sacrifice to be the best of all time? Your toes got to fucking look like you just been running on hot coals and somebody hit your toes with a sledgehammer, man. Like, Well, I, I did read something somewhere that says a lot of NBA players feet look like that because... Uh, when they are younger, they feet grow so fast, and lots of times their parents can't afford to buy them new shoes, and so that that's what actually causes their their feet to uh, look like that. Man, that's that's horrible, man. I guess you that comes with the size, man. Yeah. So, um, and then I guess if you always on your feet because you playing a game, I. I I guess, like you said, something got suffered. That that's the price. <laughs> yeah, that's the price you got to pay for greatness. Man. So, so we got about six minutes before we get out of here. So we we not seeming like we're not getting any new music. Maybe we should do our. We haven't did this in a while. Uh, on the next podcast, our, you know what? We could do our top five movies that we're looking forward to for the summer. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. 
Top five movies that we're looking forward to. And then, okay, Rodney, can we throw in, let's do uh, Let's do our top five horror movies. Okay, okay, we can we can definitely do that. Um, oh shit, the White Man Can't Jump movie came out. Oh man, now people have been telling me like it's so bad, but I'm still gonna watch it. I, I gotta watch it. I, I, I feel obligated to watch it. I mean, because the first one was such a classic. The first one is where I, I fell in love with uh, Rosie Perez. So yeah, and. and- I'm wondering to myself, I'm like, okay, is it, is it like solely like a a remake, or did they put their own spin on it, or? Yeah, I'm, I'm that's and you you hit hit the nail on the head for me. That's I want to see if if the storyline is exactly like the first one, or or did they spin it? I really want to see if the ending is the same because, uh, you talk about a, a depressing ending the way the first one ended. I was like, didn't see that fully coming. Yeah, I just yeah, for I for sure hope that this one is really good. I try to I try not to listen to other people that be sidelined and they're like, "Oh man, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life." I'm like, "Shit." Maybe it is, but I'm still going to give it a I'm going to give it a whirl, man, and watch it. Can't be yeah. that bad, right? No, it can't be worse than some of the other remakes we ain't got, so I just uh I, th- I think part of the problem, though, is, like, people that were around for the first one are just going to judge it based on that when I feel like it just needs to be judged entirely on its own and around today's culture, I guess, today's climate. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Just like the House Party movie. I, you got to go in with, with low expectation. Open your mind. Like, don't try to pit it against the original House Party movie or just because you got a hateful LeBron James carried over to that. Like, it <laughs> wasn't actually a bad movie. It was pretty good. Yeah, so I am looking forward to checking that out. Um, especially, I'm kind of been looking forward to That is one of my favorite movies of all time, White Man Can't Jump. Um God, that above the rim, Sunset Park, those are like three iconic basketball movies. And of course, uh, He Got Game. Yeah. Jesus Shuttlesworth. I, I wish uh, for one of the NBA All-Star games, uh, uh, Ray Allen had put that on the back of his jersey or something. Yeah, that would have been sweet, man, if he could have did the Jesus uh, Shuttlesworth, man. That was freaking dope. That character was dope too, man. Denzel Washington, just some iconic movies, man. Mm-hmm. So now we got, you know, why don't we do our? Uh, we need to do like our top ten. I want to do top ten on sports movies. Okay. Yeah, we gotta do top ten. It's hard to do five, man, because there's so many great sports movies. But if we if we did top ten, I think that'll do it justice. We can even probably do fifteen, Rodney. Yeah, because I got to get some of the, the the sports movies from when I was a kid in there, you know, Sandlot, The Rookie. Oh, yeah, man, The Rookie for sure, man. Little and then I, <laughs> The Replacements, man. Like, I like the original Replacements and the uh, the remake with Adam Sandler, too, man. So, yeah, I just thought Burt Reynolds was the Bad News Bears, man, the original and the remake. Like, oh, just a lot of good. Caddy the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Caddyshack for sure. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, it's a lot of great movies. Yeah, so okay, right? Yeah, so let's do that for sure, man. Like, remember the Titans for sure, man. What? It's a lot of movies, Rodney. It's a lot of movies. Rudy. Okay, and I don't know if you probably would. Is dodgeball considered a sport? Because I think that movie is freaking hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in there. You got it. <laughs> it's got to be in there. Oh, man. All that's missing from this Lakers game is signs to say we believe. Uh, I feel like if the Lakers, even if, it's hard for me to believe that the Lakers can win four straight games against Denver. 
That's yeah, the thing. Like, I, I, yeah, I can't see it. They could possibly win this one right now. They could possibly win the next one, but not winning two more out of that. Like, I, it's just that's too much. Yeah. So, um, next week, the NBA Finals will be set. More than likely, and it will probably have a Jimmy Butler versus Joker, which I, I'm, I don't think is compelling TV, but I'm damn sure going to be tuned in to see Eric Bolster co- coach his butt off and see if Miami can pull the ultimate playoff upset from playing tournament, losing the first game of the play-in to Winning the NBA championship, that would be something to see. Um, So catch us on the B-side. Peace.